Hi, everybody. Um, starting early today because I got a question that is really sitting with me. And uh, this is not advice uh, because um, I learn and share what I'm learning, but situations are so specific that even though I meet a lot of folks at work and founders in my work as an investor, everything is so personal, especially this one. So today's question is, why do I feel sad about work um, when everybody tells me that I should be happy? And this whole topic of emotional, mental, psychological state at work, I feel like I could just do Q&As every day about this one. Um, and while I want to acknowledge that there's tremendous privilege in even getting to ask yourself this question, it sort of suggests you have work to do. Um, that doesn't mean that uh, it's any less real of a problem. And I think especially at a moment like this one during the pandemic, I have so many conversations with friends where they say something like, well, who am I to have this problem? I felt this way too. I mean, people are dying out there and I'm like worried about being overwhelmed. Okay. Yeah, that both of those can be true. Um, I'm also not a mental health professional, so this is not any therapeutic advice. I'll just share my perspective, which is um, it starts with how to think about this issue. And my view on this issue of happiness at work is that um, managing yourself is a skill that you can learn. It's not a state that's always a response to the world, although it can be a response to the world. But we're just at the very beginning of figuring this out as a society. And um, uh, Ben Horowitz at Andreessen Horowitz wrote this post once that he said, the hardest part about being CEO is managing your own psychology. And I was a CEO running a company with a few hundred people at the time when that came out, if I remember right. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, except that's always been the hardest part. So the hardest part of being anybody at work, a founder, a person is often managing your own psychology. And by the way, Ben and I have had it easier than many, um, you know, straight white men, um, you know, people who others can look at you and think, oh, you're on top of the world and you don't feel that way. And I've seen people who are at extreme states of business and life and work success who are fucking miserable, you know, miserable moguls. That's a thing. Um, and I've seen people who are, um, you know, at the top of the world and feel like they're at the top of the world. Um, and I just got a question um, what do you think about somebody who's been out of the workforce for a couple of years due to illness? Um, let me get to that at the end. I'm not sure if I have a great one size fits all answer to that, but I'll happily think about it. Um, and I just say, as far as your own problems, your problems are yours and they're real and they're valid and it's complicated. I was listening over the weekend to an NPR interview um, where they do these interviews with essential workers. And I was expecting to hear sort of like a tale of woe and might and respect. And instead this guy who, um, you know, runs the factory for Clorox making bleach, said something like, I've never felt special before. And I feel special. He sort of implied it was great um, to be in that situation. So we just don't know. All right. So why do we have these problems about sadness at work? Let's just have like a general think on that together. Um, a friend of mine once said to me that oftentimes we suffer because we know what our story is like on the inside and we only know what others seem like on the outside and the comparison is so painful. And I think that's true. Like we don't have access to their minds. We don't know their private struggles. Um, we also have a terrible legacy as a society here. I mean, it was uh, not really a thing you were supposed to talk about at work. Certainly when I even started working, that's not that long ago. 
Um, and maybe you have the problems of sadness at work because of childhood things. Maybe it's biochemistry. You know, it could be maybe it's society as a whole. Maybe you've been mistreated at work and it's a valid response to mistreatment. And um, work in general, businesses in general, organizations in general are still terrible at creating environments where people are happy. In fact, even in Silicon Valley today, we so often see um, hustle porn, at, you know, is in part wearing misery as a badge of honor. I suffered and therefore thou shalt suffer. Um, and um, I think that you can go on the quest of trying to figure out why you specifically are feeling this. And I think that's the first step in what you can do about it. And a coach who I know um, who's done many things in life, so she's hard to characterize, Dushka Zapata, you can find her on Twitter um, and on Quora. She's told this amazing story about a CEO who she was coaching and a friend of hers said, this person's on top of the world. They can see, you know, all these things and do all these things. What do you have to offer them? And she said something really insightful. She said, yeah, that person is on top of the world at the top of that mountain. They can see the distance. They can see have a vision of the horizon. They can see everything between here and them, but only I can see them. They cannot see themselves. And so there's a skill in understanding your own psychology, your thoughts, your emotions, your sense of self. You can get better at it. And it may start with um, seeking some professional support if you can get it. You know, I've certainly done my share of it. Coaching, therapy, a group therapy retreat, endless reading. Um, second, a mentality about how these issues work is something you need to develop. You know, some people think it's a thing you fix. It's a problem you go in, you get the settings tweaked, and then you're good. That's not my experience. My experience is it's more like a practice and it requires constant care and feeding. And, you know, I've been up and down myself the last few weeks. And so practicing that care and feeding, I also observe that at least for me and for many others I've seen, it seems uncorrelated with how well you are doing and how happy you should feel. I've seen so many founders, like at the moment when a company starts to take off, that's when I get worried about them sometimes because I'm like, this is the moment where everybody thinks you're going to run a victory lap and you're going to celebrate, but really you may be suffering and seeing the founders strain at a moment where nobody is sympathetic toward them because maybe their company just became worth a bajillion dollars or whatever. That is hard. Um, and it's its own real challenge too. Um, not to deny the challenge of many people who um, are suffering with even harder things to deal with, with abuse at work or economic existence struggles. Um, last thing I'd say about uh, how to help is there's lots of resources that are out there. Um, depending on what kind of resources you want, you can ask me on Twitter. I think there's uh, a lot uh, to share, but everything from good books or now even in the little startup world, we have investors, some of our peers, Freestyle and AlphaBridge are two funds that come to mind. They really center much of their practice on mental health um, and on saying like, yeah, you can have issues and still be amazing at the same time. And let's be honest, aren't we all fascinated with some business leaders specifically because they're like a car crash happening. And so it's not easy to be them. You don't know what it's like to be them. Um, so, you know, I think that's the summary for me is this is a skill that you can practice and get better at. It's now a skill that is eligible in the world. There are many different reasons why you may feel this way from somebody is harassing you. And as a straight white man, that's not the kind of thing that I have as much personal experience with to your family history, to how society is, to your biochemistry. I mean, who knows what it is? And getting curious is really the first step. Um, I'd love if folks have more questions about this. Um, the person earlier who asked the question about what do you do if you've been out of the workforce for a couple of years, you know, I think that 
that varies a lot depending on the specifics, but I think it starts with what problem are you trying to solve? Is it the problem of your own confidence? Is it the problem of getting a job? Because um, those are different problems and they require different solutions. I'd be happy if you had to ask more about them. I'll keep doing these because um, I'm really getting a lot out of the questions and learning. And I just want to say thanks to everybody. Oh, and in 20 minutes, if you're interested, um, VC Include, which is an organization that works um, with venture capitalists from underrepresented backgrounds, is bringing together a group and I'm joining them to talk about the future of work uh, and success. As always with these conversations, I expect to learn more than I will give. And that's my trick. Um, Keep learning. Talk to you later.